0: What's up and welcome to the first episode of Flicks and a Six, your movie and beer podcast brought to mm. you by <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the which is our new entertainment endeavor.
1: The flagship, if you will. The flagship.
0: Uh, I'm your host, Anthony Costanza, with me as always. From Alessandra now, and, <laughs> From now on forever, Alessandro BLC.
1: Alessandro Bielsi, also known as Al.
0: Al, yeah. No one's gonna call him Alessandro. No, going please don't. Forward. Please don't. Actually, he actually hates it. Um, I think that's what you're gonna you're now gonna be called that forever. The Alessandro. Oh, yeah. As long as you put the "the" in front of it. The. V- v- I need the article in front. of it. <laughs> So, Al. Yes. What? When did we come up with this idea? It's been a while. It- <laughs> we're off to rip roaring start, yeah, everyone. There it is. Oh my god. <laughs> so the uh, general. So. For those of you that don't know me or my handle, um, I started a podcast with a couple of friends called The Shit Show uh, a couple of years back, I think now at this point. Now, we did we had a handful of episodes. It was good. We had a little bit of traction. It was a lot of fun, um, but it kind of died out, and we were trying to come up with a better idea and how to keep it going, and there's going to be more on that front soon. We do have some plans in place, and that's where The Spin Choon was born out of, Um. So this is just an idea that Al and I had. Where, but uh, wow, that's that not is... gonna happen anymore. Yep. <laughs> uh, where we love movies, and one of the things that we found is that we we love to just like just to you know grab a few beers and, and talk about a film that we've seen, and it's just something that we've done. We've always done. So we decided to do
1: it for your listening pleasure.
0: Right. Whether or not you like it it's remains to to, remains <laughs> to be seen. Um, that being said, uh, let's kick this thing off. Uh, so, Al so graciously brought us some beers.
1: I did uh, because what is a Flicks and a six podcast without a six? Right. Uh, and you heard the opening moments. The inception of this podcast was <laughs> the cracking and pouring of a delicious beer uh, from Newberg's cool. own Giga boss Double IPA. IPA. Uh, one of my favorite beers. Anthony has had the uh, pleasure of having, well, not this beer, but I don't think I've had some of that. their beers before. <laughs> The distinct pleasure of having some of these beer before.
0: Pretty cool brewery. Yeah.
1: uh, I like it. A word
0: that I can't say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brewery, which will be one of the words that we banish from uh, this podcast because Anthony cannot say it. Cheers. That was so loud. (laughs) Damn. Mm, Yeah. So that's a double IPA. Um, Strong. It's flavorful. Mm. But not overwhelming.
0: Not overwhelming at all. Uh, I think it's like we, we should probably note that nobody has endorsed this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. We, we, we like their beer. That's why we're drinking We like it, their beer. But...
1: I'm friends with the owner, Paul Haleco. Um <laughs> He gave me no rights to <laughs> use the names uh, or logos. Um, not that you can see the logos, but we're looking at the beautiful cans. Um,
0: we're going to get shut down way before we start. We're going to get
1: shut down way before we get started. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, what do you think? It's nice. a uh, nice, nice, clear, uh, light, pale double IPA. Uh, it's pretty strong. I exactly I'm going to stop right. you right there. Yeah.
0: Um, 9% I need power. to let the, let the folks know, we're going to do this thing two ways. One, Al is going to tell you a little bit about the beer. He's going to break it down for you. Flavors, profiles, things like that. I'm going to give you good or bad. <laughs> good. I like this one.
1: <laughs> Proceed. 8 out of 10. we we'll drink again. <laughs> yeah. We'll drink again.
0: We'll drink again, (laughs) certainly.
1: Yeah, so um, I am the uh, official amateur beer connoisseur. Uh, I brew my own beer under the name of uh, Al's Ales. It's not trademarked. Please don't take it from me. Uh, (laughs) We will later in the podcast feature uh, our discussion on one of my beers, the most recent uh, beer that I've brought to, uh, well, not the market, but to people's mouths and stomachs. uh, His own personal market. My own personal market. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a nice hoppy uh, offering, double IPA, 9% by uh, volume, we're having a sweet pint of this, having it fresh and ice cold, um, and I enjoy the hell out of it, uh, yeah, nice citrusy notes on the nose, yes, I'm uh, indulging in all the uh, beer snobbery yeah, that I can it. right now. You can now. hear all of it, it's yeah, you great. Can, yeah, you heard the inhale, so uh, yeah, you're also going to hear me about eight times a podcast slam just slam just glass onto the, the, the table, the table so.
0: eventually I'll get this thing suspended so that doesn't happen but um
1: <laughs> yeah we'll have the uh, mic hanging this, this from is... the ceiling fan it's gonna be great because we're the ceiling fan going so right. uh, you'll hear us go in and out
0: uh... <laughs> 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 uh, yeah we don't we're not there's like no shot of us pulling in money for this so you're just gonna have to bear with the uh, the tech that we have
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah this is a flat by night organization so uh
0: it's the only way to live man uh <laughs> alright so, moving on. Without further ado, let's get into our our show here. And one of the things I'd like to bring up is the Oscars. Oscar season is upon us. Go on. As it is.
1: Yes. As <laughs> as, as they say in the in the biz.
0: In preparation, Al and I have decided to see at least a couple of movies that are up for Best Picture. Now, it, that's a little difficult. Um, it's one of the, it's it's t- it's tough because Best Picture nominees come out. Right before the Oscars. like it's It's right there. Like, But the movies also get released at that point, I feel like. So there's no chance that we would have seen them before.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. We both uh, have lives. Um, unfortunately, this is not our life yet. So, um, yeah, we're just going to watch a couple of them. Yeah. We watch a couple of them. As much as we'd like to uh, knock out an entire week of uh, Oscar bait.
0: Fair. <laughs> right. I would love to do that. Just call on sick. I got, got that flu.
1: I came pretty close a couple years ago, but the release schedule was a little more forgiving. Um, it was a year where there was the Alan Turing movie, The uh, The Imitation Game, mm-hmm. uh, Birdman, Grand Budapest Hotel. There was a whole bunch of them across like, it was like two months or even maybe a little bit more. So I was able to watch like five of the 10 Best Picture nominees without having to like put undue stress on myself to go to the movies.
0: Sure. Fun, fun little side story about uh, The Imitation Game. Kim and I went to go see that, Okay. and uh, we were online. It was like an early; it was, it was early on a Sunday, similar to today when yeah. we went to go see Axel Ridge. But we, we didn't have the tickets in advance or anything like that. We went and picked them up. we were online. A couple of old ladies behind us, sweet little old ladies. They were trying to figure out what movie to see. They were both there together to just to just go to the movies, which I love that. Yeah, I love when you go when you go there. You don't know what you're doing. You're the just, like, just what I'm doing we'll here. go to see a movie. It doesn't matter. What it's it's getting harder and harder to do that. What with assigned seating and whatnot. But um. Yeah, we didn't this really theater this theater us. doesn't didn't have that, so we were good. Uh, so this couple of, couple of old ladies behind us, they're chit chatting. Me and Kim are listening to them overhearing their conversation, and uh, they were tossed between two movies, The Imitation Game, and that Paddington Bear movie that was coming out. <laughs> so the conversation went like this: What's that one? What's that imitation one? Ah, oh, that's the one with the with the Benjamin Cabbage Patch. That's the one. And uh, what about the Paddington bees? <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> sweet little old ladies. <laughs> I was so happy.
1: That conversation could have gone a lot differently. Uh, I'm, I'm just surprised they knew the Benedict Cumber, I, I, uh, Cumber what now? It was, uh,
0: it was Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Benjamin Cabbage Patch.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, hey, you got the initials. That's all you need. Exactly.
1: So I'm. What I mean, I, see. Not that I don't know him. I I know him. Great actor. But adore. 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 <laughs> uh, Love that no, Sherlock. As soon as you said these little old ladies and you got the impression going, I'm waiting for the train wreck of, oh, that's a movie about the gay scientist. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> that could have been awful. That's what I'm saying. So this... Just sent.
0: Alexa decided to start talking to us. That was terrifying. <laughs> We're the only two people in the room right now. <laughs> and no one addressed her. Nope. Bitch. What
1: did you say <laughs>
0: that would have triggered that? I, I,
1: don't, I don't...
0: It know. wasn't Alexa. It was not.
1: <laughs> now uh, you set her up. This is the first step, though. This is how the machines are going to come get you. Yeah, this is it. We say, while well, we talk, in front of a microphone and multiple computers and phones. Right. and
0: Well, your Twitter account did just... just it was trying to tweet on us. its own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's something about this house that is moving us closer to the singularity step by step. I don't know it what it is. It has nothing to
0: do with the fact that my network name is Skynet.
1: That actually has a lot to do with it, I feel
0: like. <laughs> nothing to do with it. Uh, so, best pictures. Uh, we got to see... In in advance, we tried to coordinate on this so that we could actually talk about the same picture together. Uh, we both saw Hacksaw Ridge and La La Land.
1: Yeah, conversation goes way better when you you know actually know what the other person's talking right. about.
0: Right. Otherwise, it's just a lot of you know one person describing the plot that you could have easily picked up on. Don't IMDb worry, that somewhere. comes later. Yeah, we we'll do that. Um, Let's go with what's fresh in our mind though. Right off the bat, Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge. Ridge. What'd you think?
1: I loved it. Um, it was really good. I uh, wasn't sure what to expect from it early on. Mm. Uh, I know it had a lot of hype. I remember long time before it came out, you know, probably the Mel Gibson factor, Oscar Bay factor, war movie factor, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I had a good sense of, like, kind of the general overview of the plot going in, Mm -hmm. um, but I was surprised by the delivery, uh, I was surprised by the, the structure of the movie, the, the war is only the last third of the movie.
0: Yeah, I didn't actually see that coming. Yeah, Uh, no, I was surprised. Granted, I mean, this is what trailers try to do, right? They try to draw you in with, with the action sequences that they pulled in. And it's almost all action at the it, w- end. Which is funny, because that's not at all why I wanted to see the movie. No. I wanted to see... I, I was very interested in the story that they were going to be telling. Oh,
1: them. yeah. I mean, and you see this every year. Um, it's the true story that no one's ever heard. Right. And it's from, like, a hundred years ago. And it's like, <laughs> why have we never heard this story? This is this is a story that would have been just as good in 1950 mm-hmm. as it is in 2016, 2017. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I <laughs> there, was, was, <laughs> there was a smirk. No, I didn't have anything to add to that. Uh, I just agree. Uh, so, what did you think of Mel Gibson's directorial style?
1: I mean, whatever, Say what you will about the man. The man's acting.
0: Yeah, let's take that out of here right now. Yeah.
1: Well, no, because I no, but it has. I don't. I don't have any comments on it. Right. But plenty of people do, and they let it sure. influence how they talk about his work. Mm-hmm. He's a good director. Yeah. He's proven this. Passion of the Christ. Is well viewed no matter what you will about the politics, religion, facts, not facts doesn't matter. It's well lauded as a brilliantly made there's,
0: movie. So that a side note on that, uh, there's a scene in the movie where Andrew Garfield has water poured on him, and I'm pretty sure that was just B-roll from Ash on the Christ. Oh, that's what it looked like. And they just photoshopped his yeah. head in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that was um, that was something. I mean, that was that a was... heavy-handed
0: baptism scene. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and blood, a lot of blood. It was awkward. Yeah. Um, although I felt like we were going to get something, I, I, maybe I mistook this in the hype machine before the movie actually mm. came out, but I thought the whole Hacksaw Ridge thing was going to come into play, like, the naming of it, like, why sure. they named it.
0: Yeah, it, it, instead it had that very Family Guy-esque moment where they were like, Hacksaw Ridge, and I nudged him, I was like, ah, they really- <laughs> <he> said it.
1: <laughs> no, it's not even just that, I mean, like, I, I, I cause the whole thing is, it's like, it's following... Desmond Doss, whose mm-hmm. name I almost forgot despite the fact they said it 700 times in the right. movie.
0: Um, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning of the movie, I thought they were saying Dawson.
1: No, it was Doss. I think it was that yeah. uh, that Virginia draw. Probably. Um, yeah, no, but I figured the whole thing with him being a medic and the fact that he isn't going to use a gun at all, and I figured that we were going to see a hacksaw being used on a leg at some point. Because <laughs> plenty of people lost legs yeah. in that movie. Sure. So, um, yeah, but there's nothing. It was just kind like, of relentless. Yeah. Um, I want to go and check the facts. How many people lost legs in World War II? Yeah. Uh, horrible, obviously. Those it just seems knees,
0: like those knee seeking bombs yeah, that they were I'm... throwing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't
1: know. I mean, obviously, people die, get blown up, shot, whatever. It's going to happen. It's going to be gruesome and brutal, but yeah. they really like the effect of people's legs being blown off or
0: whatever. Yeah, that like. was something they, they focused on it. Yeah. A like, lot.
1: There was like one arm that was lost and about six, 60
0: it, legs. It was a tie-back to the. To the beginning of the movie. So, I mean... I, spoilers? Not really. I mean, it's Are you not, talking about the opening scene. Where yeah, he's well, on the stretcher. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the movie. We're if you don't, the if movie. you don't want to hear about the movie, that's on you. If you listen to the rest of this, so I apologize. No, no, no.
1: To be fair, though, like if we're gonna talk about a movie like this, that's clearly like new, we should say yeah. this part will be spoiled. Sure. Okay.
0: All right. So I mean, but again, this isn't really a spoiler at all. It's just a, a little hint at that. It's funny because we're bringing up this whole leg situation. The beginning of the movie, or early on in the movie, a, a car, a guy's working underneath a car. The car drops down, lands on his leg.
1: Oh, I wasn't even thinking about
0: that. Andrew Garfield wraps the guy's leg in the tourniquet, gets into the hospital quickly, brings it, the doctor said, hey, did you do this? He's like, yes. Oh, yes, sir. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have the quotes. <laughs> I don't have the quotes. Um, but, uh, so he's like, he's like, yes. And that's like the, he, he's like, you, you saved this man's life. So there's this premise, like, of like, there's this whole focus around that the entire time.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I didn't read into it the same way you did with the fact that, the kid had his leg crushed right. by the car i didn't think of it that way i just you know the natural foreshadowing of spur of the moment this peaceful man comes running from working just cleaning in his church right to go and save this man's life not that he knew he was going to do that he had no medical training at the time but just the whole point of oh he was asked a lot of in a situation that he was not equipped to handle did it and that spurred on the greatness in the man later in his life. I didn't make the late connection you made. <laughs> right. Yeah, I,
0: it was it was it was interesting. I I, I didn't really like I got I, I saw the connection, but I didn't really understand why they kept bringing it in. I didn't get any any more out of it. Yeah, Well, that.
1: the fact that they kept showing him applying the tourniquets over yeah. and over again. Yeah, it was um I mean I guess I mean it's not a skill that requires a lot of skill. Um certainly you need to, to, like, do it right to save someone's life, to save someone's yeah. limb in that case. But, um, no, that's like the most basic of all medical
0: right. things to do. <laughs> you
1: don't have to deal with the fact that blood is typically gushing. So, sure. Like, you have to have the, just, I'm just going to say, the balls to do it. Like, <laughs> every,
0: every time, every time though he's doing it, every time he's applying a tourniquet, it's like, you wanted this guy. Yeah. yeah, this is what yeah. You wanted this. <laughs>
1: Although, you mean, actually, even to further drive that point home, right, when he saves, um, I forgot the name of the character, Sarge, for lack yeah. of a little bit better, um, and uh, Hollywood. Um, those are their names because then actual names don't really matter in the movie. Um, Vince Vaughn, Sarge. <laughs> he up. saves Hollywood, and I don't know whether or not Hollywood himself put the tourniquet on his leg or Sarge did, but right. he then further makes the point of, "Oh, you did a great job yeah, with this tourniquet." This like, is hand kind of a callback to yeah. like yeah, that's, that's exactly passing the was. baton. Yeah. Like
0: it was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, I guess it was. It was all about the respect and how he kind of influenced them. In a way. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like over time, like, you know, they, they appreciated him. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, there's
1: a big, like, coming of age type of thing where it's, you're looked down upon, you have to find your place, and at the end, the unwavering respect and devotion right. that his fellow soldiers had for him, the, you know, the fact of whether or not this man is going to go to war, whether or not this man can exist in a world where it's just war non-stop when he's had utter refusal to even touch a gun, let alone fire it at the range practice shooting, or carry it into battle when other people are going to be shooting at him. Mm-hmm. And after all of that, all of the trials and tribulations he faces, external and internal, all of that ends up coming and falling by the wayside. Is His men literally will refuse to go into battle until he's ready and he's done praying that this man possessed of such faith was... He felt that like he was lifted up by his faith. And these other men who had been spitting upon him earlier in the movie are lifted by his feet as well, mm-hmm. that he gets a call from the colonel, why have you not assaulted the ridge yet? Sir, we're waiting for him to finish prep. Yeah, <laughs> It's
0: a great... Uh, yeah, it, I mean,
1: it, is, it, it is.
0: Um, I'm going to put this in here now. And we, we are... We're Now we're, we're getting into nitty-gritty details of the movie, which is fine. And I'm all for it. I like okay. talking about that stuff. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go back and re-edit into this the the time frame that this conversation starts and ends, okay. so that if you need to skip around it, you can. Yes, but um, because we're being so spoiler. We're yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna hold anything back. So we, Sorry, saw, we, we, we're we watch movie. movies and we want to talk about the exactly <laughs> that's that's what the point of this is. Otherwise, <laughs> just like five minutes of we're gonna talk about the beer and then we're gonna go into the movie. And I'm gonna tell you the whole movie Yeah, yeah. the I
1: mean, and we'll we'll back off some too. We'll talk sure. about because the the we as much as we want to talk about Hacksaw Ridge now. The bigger thing was with this whole Oscar thing we wanted to talk about some of the performances right. and some of the and I
0: think when we get back to that it'll be, that'll be the timestamp that I put in for other people to come back in um, so I want to touch on Vince Vaughn again yes
1: total surprise
0: po- total surprise forgot in t- I think I, at one point I, had, I knew he was in the movie like way back when when I saw the trailer I knew like I think like real early on like, there's, like, a shot of him. You know he's in it. And then I've completely forgotten till now.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think I might have had the same experience. I, mean, I said it when we were leaving yeah. the movie, too. I know I had the same experience with Hugo Weaving, who plays yeah um, oh. Desmond Doss's father. I knew that I knew he was in the movie and then forgot. Yeah. Um, and I'm imagining I went through the same thing with Hugo talking, Weaving is such know.
0: a treat. Oh, my God. Such a treat, that gentleman.
1: I don't know why <laughs> he can't have his own movie that's, like, where he is front and center. Because the man is tremendous. Yeah. I mean, the amount of different roles he's played. Is it he embraces he embraces the villainy in so many different roles. It's and he's so but electric is it, is when he's on screen. Is that his thing, though?
0: Is that like can he? What is he, is he just too overpowering to be the lead where it would drown everybody else out?
1: If it is, it's kind of a shame. Like we're being deprived of that.
0: I don't know that we're being deprived of that. I feel like there's actors that shine as a supporting role, and I feel like he's he, is, he is one of them. But like we've never
1: seen him fail in a lead role where he would have retreated back to that. You know what I mean? True. You would have think the the pure electricity that he has on screen, the magnetism of other actors working with him. Yeah. You would have thought that. I mean, I don't. know, Maybe he's not the most interesting for certain types of roles. Like he wouldn't be able to just carry like a run and gun. Maybe now that he's a little older, he's gonna go the Liam Neeson. I don't see it because I think he's one of those guys who's like about his work and stuff yeah. like that. But not to say that Liam Neeson isn't. But um.
0: Daniel Day Lewis type.
1: Yeah, like more in yeah. that role, but we get him yeah. as the lead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the Daniel Day Lewis Now that we've said this,
0: though, I want a Daniel Day Lewis movie with him as the. Has this happened already? You might know better than me because you follow Hugo Weaving more. I do. Um, with seen. Daniel Day Lewis as the lead, Hugo Weaving as the supporting act. I don't even care what the movie's about. Well, considering I want to see it. Considering you Daniel, got me. <laughs> the book is there.
1: Daniel Day Lewis acts once every three years um, right. because he's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I would sign up for that. hmm. Could we get a reboot of Gangs of New York?
0: Damn, <laughs> where it's
1: Daniel Day Lewis versus Hugo <gasps> Weaving. But
0: Oof.
1: plot twist: Daniel Day
0: Lewis spaceships. Good guy. <laughs> no, well, <What>? no. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis is
1: the is the good guy now, and Hugo Weaving's the back because he is he is the quintessential villain, mm-hmm. Agent Smith. Oh, he's so good. His many roles in Cloud Atlas, which you're gonna hear about that movie all the time. On we'll the we'll
0: probably do a full episode on Cloud Atlas at one point.
1: I could talk about that movie for eight hours, and this is a one hour podcast. Eh, one hour-ish podcast.
0: This podcast ends when it ends.
1: It ends when it ends. We're shooting for an hour.
0: It's going to be two. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so back to back to Vince Vaughn. Pleasant, yes, pleasantly surprised. Uh, Big tangent there. It's, it's going to happen a lot. No, that's fine. I see. This is what this is about, right? I yes. mean, again, like these are conversations that you and I have. This is real life. We're just recording it. You're for getting them, it off the cuff, these folks.
1: Getting it off the cuff. Yeah, it's going to happen.
0: Off the cuff. Yeah. Um, There's gonna
1: be a lot of phrases in here. There's gonna be a lot of recurring phrases. Yeah, like
0: it's gonna be inside jokes between me and Al. Um, and you're either gonna, Al you're either gonna I? get it, or you're not. Al and me, the two of us. This is what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're gonna get it or you're not. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know, you're sometimes. Not, you're, fa- some- let's be fair. They're not. You're not gonna get them up front. Well, not
1: not, 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 not the inside from, jokes, but like eight episodes from now, they're gonna get it Sure. Them.
0: They'll follow. Or they
1: won't because we'll follow. be making up our inside jokes <laughs> then. <laughs>
0: At some point, if we realize we're doing them too much, we'll explain them to you so that you can actually get a The, ones that, the ones that we have, like, a gold standard of? Yeah. What sucks, though, is, like, generally with an inside joke... Uh, well, I, I promise you, we'll get back to Vince Vaughn. Um, what sucks about the, the inside joke is that it's really not that funny. <laughs> it's just, Sometimes it's, that it's funny. just the thing it's that we've hung that on funny. to, <laughs> right? It's mostly not that You're funny, just but... He's gonna keep beating that dead horse. I mean,
1: we have. We have we've had some times. We've had some good times. ones.
0: Um, Vince Vaughn. Yes, yeah, fun. <laughs> I, I told you, Sarge. Coming back around, Sarge. Great character. Here to four, referred he, to only as Sarge. He does a great. Sarge does this great, <laughs> this great thing. Like he's like he's so funny in the movie. Yes, and it's like he's despite this,
1: being like anti humor. Like right, like, he, like he's
0: this comic relief in a in a movie where like you're like oh there's not gonna be comic relief. Especially
1: like on the first half of the movie where the stakes are still pretty low. Yeah, there's some jokes played purely for the comedic effect, and it's yeah. easy and it's fun and it's light. It's is is a, a complete a... counterpoint to how dark and deep and heavy it gets later in the movie. Yeah.
0: It's a three-part flick. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a like, true act one It's, act like, act it's three, like, 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 like kind of like that coming of age that you said in the beginning. Yeah. There's the there's the bridge, which will be right there in the middle, to the end where it is just utter chaos and war.
1: Chaos, brutality, and just utter dark. Although, you know, it's funny because with that sort of thing, you always get the the dark movie that's been like overshadowed by mm-hmm. the dark tone of. Of the actual and how like there's no actual scene there's one scene in that whole thing at night, right? Most of it takes place during the day, which is odd because they always take like you think like platoon like movies like Uh that where it's like, um or um another incidentally uh coincidentally sorry um Mel Mel Gibson flick we were soldiers another war movie, most of the worst brutal scenes happen at night where you don't know what's going on. It's the boogeyman in the dark type of thing. Right. In the actual war sequences, it's three days and two nights. And most of the scenes are in the daytime. The only real big night scene you get is when he's having the nap. While his uh, fellow uh, foxhole mate, um, Schmitty, Luke Bracey, um, is taking watch. And mm-hmm. he's having dreams, vivid dreams. This man who, he's been so tough and he showed no sign of cracking. Even despite being... Brutally beaten. Spoiler alert! Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> oh, so I'm supposed to do that we're, first, right? We're still under spoilers. It's fine.
1: Yeah, that's uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of dabble in a little bit of both here. Um, yeah, so he's having a dream and it's being overwhelmed, and he, you can see he has you know this man of conviction who's he won't even touch a gun, not even to hand it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And him and his bunker mate are getting brutally murdered in a dream sequence by. A group of Japanese soldiers, and there's nothing he can do. But you can see that he wants to, right? Like he wants to defend himself, but there is no defense for that. And he wakes up and he says it, and he tells his his uh, squad "I, there was nothing I could do." And he says, "The rifle's right there," but you know he's never going to take the rifle. Yeah. But you see that the like, not that the resolve is cracking in the dream, but it's like it crosses his mind that maybe I should. Defend myself. And not that he doesn't completely... He uh, Well, he doesn't defend himself. He defends another one of his squad mates earlier in the movie where he tackles the guy. And he holds him down. And then the guy ends up shooting him. Mm-hmm. But he just did it purely to save his life. But he wouldn't take the action himself. He never punched him. Nothing. Right. Just tackled him and wrestled with him. And so it's, it's a cool r-
0: scene. Right? Because, you know, it, I think that scene makes more... Like, it has more of an impact after the fact. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, he tackled him. So, like, easily, like, at that point, you could be like, okay, like, he's snapped, right? You yeah. could be like, the war is, like, it's here. Someone that he, like, he cares for his unit. Like, someone is although the although, is Well, fire. you know,
1: we know he cares for him. Right. But this is Schmidty again. Right, who was kind of a dick. Who was kind of the tip of the spear for those who were abusing him earlier in the right. movie for being, for their term, a coward.
0: Not true. Um, well, no, um,
1: I see. Th- yeah, I think that was played for effect The scene where he wakes up yeah. and the other guys are beating him yeah. I think it's was played for effect for the whole plausible deniability Sure Yeah, this is really vague, go watch the movie yeah. uh, <laughs> Fuck you, go watch the movie <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, no, so, but think about it Like, you know, He's the one who steals the bible He steals the picture of his, his fiancée hmm. Punches him in the face Tells him to punch him back, he won't He says, you're a coward
0: mm-hmm.
1: They all say, you're a coward and you can see, this is the first five minutes of the assault uh, on Hacksaw Ridge, where Schmidty distinguishes himself early on. Yeah, why did the hum go away?
0: No idea. Schmidty
1: dis- distinguishes himself early on in the battle, where you see some of the other guys who talk tough. Oh, we good? uh We see some of the other people talk tough, you know, oh, you're a coward, who's going to be this badass, who's going to do that? And now you see people pissing their pants as the bullets are flying, they can't see, smoke, this and that, and Schmidty armed with his automatic rifle, he he stands up. He makes he leads the charge mm-hmm. amongst the the grunts. You know, not sergeant or captain or whatever. He comes up and he's mowing people down. And he is living up. He's he's the only one who's walking the walk. After all, sure. of them call him a coward, right? right. You see him, Hollywood's pissing his past. Yeah. Ghoul is like thinks he's dead, even though nothing actually happened to him. Like Sarge mm-hmm. has to slap the shit out of him to get him going. And after all of that, after the success, he's he's helped them advance the position. There's a Japanese soldier sneaking up on him, and it takes the unarmed man to save him. Right?
0: Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's so cool. It's funny. I, I'm sorry. I was focusing on one of the things that you said. It's like you have um, Schmidty and you have Dos, mm-hmm. and like they're complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. But they're carrying everybody forward. Yes. I feel they're like two one, people. One, one like, physically, holding, and the yeah. other emotionally. Right, right. They're like two people holding like this, like, this, this net. That's like pulling everybody with them. Diametrically the opposite. Yeah. One oh, gung-ho,
1: so... guns blazing, and the other one refusing to carry even a knife into right. battle. Oh, that's so And cool. running around with the boldness of none of the soldiers, more boldly than anyone other than Schmidty, right? right? Running into fire. He says, the, the line when they're in the smoke, keep hearing guys, I can't see the enemy. I can't see the enemy. As you see, Tracer rounds flying over their head, hitting, hitting them, explosions blowing oh, so around. Good. And he says, well, shit, we can't see them. Maybe they can't see us either. He could not have been more wrong, right. <laughs> but he runs right into oh the middle God, of the fire so to save wounded men, and it's like it's amazing, and yeah. and you can see those those start to forge the connection between Schmidty, yep. and he says, you know, I, I I learned to form quick opinions of people, and I couldn't have been more wrong about you, and
0: that gets reiterated, yeah, oh, yeah. big the theme film. throughout the whole movie,
1: from his from his own father down yeah. to the last man Ooh. in the in their platoon,
0: like talk about <clears throat> character development, Hugo Weaving doing that total one eighty, like or I guess Wait, did he though. Yeah, to a degree. Or maybe not 180. Maybe, like, just shy of. He, like, he, he, was, able to, off, he
1: was able to shake off the yeah, like shackles that bound him. Right. Like,
0: you see him as this total dick. Right? Yes. It's really not a 180. It's probably a 360. He no, not, like, not even that. I, th-
1: I, I looked at it as more of a broken man who found his courage for just one moment. The most important moment, to defend his son. And, that,
0: and that's why I say 360, though. And then, though.
1: unfortunately, had to retreat back into himself.
0: Right. Because he... But the thing is, like, he, he started off... Like you get this glimpse of him, right? Mm-hmm. When he talks about his friends that yep. he was in the war in World War One. Yeah, I. sorry,
1: because we didn't give you the back story. His father Hugo Weaving, uh, the the elder Doss, I don't remember his first name, yeah. um, served in World War One as a young man. The way that both Desmond and his brother Hal wanted to serve in World War Two, mm-hmm. him and his friends faced brutal, brutal. Uh, he's the only one left combat yeah oh brutal brutal combat that, that World got, War one
0: that scene got me he's, at, in, yeah. he's in, in the cemetery telling his son like these are my friends like these are the ones that we like we got in trouble with. like i got in trouble with these guys every we day, girls every, day these guys. He went,
1: every day he went to the graveyard where the military graveyard where all the boys from that area went to war in world war one who passed on every day he goes there and he's drinking he's an alcoholic Broken man from what he saw in combat, you know, young idealistic man going to enlist and fight for his country, and then now there's nothing left, and all of his best friends are dead, and he goes and pays his respects to them, like, why you guys and not me? Why not me? Too? Right. I was there was nothing special about me. And you've seen that the experience broke him. He didn't end up having stronger resolve from it. It was a man who's, as his own wife said, was vibrant and full of life when he was when he went away to war and she explains to the young sons, you know, oh my god, you know, you you don't know the man that I met. The war did this to him, and it's so sad. Yeah. But he finds that courage, even despite the fact that both of his sons did the one thing he asked them not to do in their life, despite the alcohol and the, the beating of him and the threats to his wife and all that. The one thing he wanted for his, he, he wanted to be a good father even if he wasn't capable of doing it. Right. And the one thing he wanted of them was, please never go to war. Mm-hmm. I I've been there. I can tell you, it's the worst thing you can imagine. Right. And both of them enlist. Incidentally, weird that we never heard anything about the brother.
0: It, it was a it was a strange thread that just kind of like, like like I expected
1: yeah. whether he lived or died to hear something about him somewhere down the line. We Never heard from. Very strange. Him. It, weird. It, that's a very the, very small very weird misfire. Then I'm
0: moment. curious, like if it's like uh it it's, you know, it suffered probably from production issues slightly. Yes. In yeah, that, I'm sure it's just something that got like, cut the, somewhere. The like, brother is this character that's there. And, like, he's so he's so essential to Andrew Garfield's character. Yes, yeah, so the, the, the movie starts
1: with, after kind of an in-media rest thing with, like, him on the battlefield in Hacksaw Ridge. We go back to him as a child and him and his interaction with his brother. And that sets the whole stage for why he chooses well, not actually,
0: to kill. Well, I'm going to get back. I have a note down here that I, I'm going to get back to about that. And okay. this actually might explain the brother thing. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, he's like he serves a purpose obviously certainly i just um, it's just
1: weird there's like kind of that loose thread left but yeah
0: and i'll i'll i'll, I'll touch on that soon um but the, just to go back to hugo weaving like right, i had 360 for a reason yes. like, so you get this like eventually you get this 360 view of him he or you see how he kind of turned himself around and he's realistically like he started as like this man like who was gung-ho like he was he went out for his country to you know to protect him to serve, like you know just like he went went to and war he found for all the right all reasons. It was all like
1: a quote unquote lie, where it's to, yeah. what was the purpose of us doing this when all of these right. young men died?
0: He's a man. He is a man that lost his way. Yes. And Andrew Garfield is a man that will not, under any circumstances, lose his way. He's trying so hard to be the man that he is and stick to it.
1: And it was the one bit of protection the father tried to offer them, yes. right? Don't do this thing. You won't, and especially, like, as upset as he was about the brother going, Hal. He's even more upset about Desmond because of how right. cerebral he is and yep. said, you're never going to be able to make this. Mm-hmm. And his line back is, I would never be able to not do this. Yeah.
0: And from the beginning, you're like, oh, man, he's a dick. Yeah. And I, like I said, I don't, yeah, I mean, he I, is. He, I don't know his name in the movie. And even I, they, I'm Pap- sure they, Papadoss. Papadoss, uh, they probably said it numerous times.
1: No, no they no? only said it once or twice. Well, it was even, like John or something. Even if like.
0: they did, like for some reason, like he can I, can, I can, I can totally believe him being related to the to the other character. He's still Hugo to me That's <laughs> just, just his first and last yeah. name. it's just how it works. Um, so he's, he's we so we start off at the one eighty view though, which is what's really cool about his character. Mm-hmm. That's what I love, right? Like he's like, oh man, like this guy's a dick. Like I don't like him. This is an alcoholic douchebag that I don't care about. Like okay. I, 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 I hate him.
1: Quick, quick. Considering we still haven't got back to Vince Wong I'm just thinking of Wedding Crashers. Broken man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so like, yeah, so he's like, I love that we start there. That he's like this guy. And then, you get that, finally you get that glimpse from the words of his, of Dals' mother. I, what's his first name? Desmond? Desmond. Desmond's mom. Um, that like you know, like he was a good man. Like like what like she she loves this man. She knows who he is, and like and you, she knows why she you, understands right. which is why she does not push back. Which much. is it, it's weird because you think like weird. you start you see that and you're thinking like the whole oh like oh she like the Stockholm syndrome type thing. Like she's like this like this battered wife. Even like, more like, like there's even
1: worse stereotypes like uh, oh they live in backwoods Virginia. Right. It's just it's, it's just old so, time. It's He's so an alcoholic. Up. You know. Whatever. But then
0: you then you connect with them. When he when he inevitably goes see the in good in the man to push his that he's son, lost. yeah, like he realizes like what he's done, like that he not what he's done. well he realizes what he has to do, like to he kind of redeems himself.
1: Yeah, so as as we've been kind of talking around it, so we've talked about the trials and tribulations Desmond faces in in basic training when they literally court martial the man because he won't he carries out every order is excels in every test they give him with the exception of firing on the range because he won't he won't pick up the gun, mm-hmm. so they court martial him and. That is the only thing that shows a brief picture of the man we once knew. Papa right. Doss. Papa Doss. Where he will go to any lengths. He puts on his old military uniform.
0: Pre-war. Pre-war. Where he started. Like yeah. Well, well, not well pre-war. I'm sorry, no, the yeah, military uniform. Yeah. But you see, you see him pre-war. You see the good man that is there. Yes. That was broken. So broken and by the war. He regains and
1: that friend. strength. He puts on his uniform and he goes to defend his son
0: yeah. in the courtroom.
1: And... <sighs> He succeeds. I love it. That scene just, and it's just chills him to the bone. I know. It's such a, <laughs> it's it, so it's, good. It's such a like infinitesimal like moment, like where it's like he has it and he accomplishes his mission. Right. And he retreats back to the man he was.
0: He because that's all he knows. Uh I wouldn't necessarily say that he but, retreats but back to the man. He couldn't he, even stand and face his son after he, he's done. But he, but leaves, no, he, he leaves he leaves his fiance there. He made, he made the push. He broke through. And sure, you know what? That's a, this is an interpretation thing. And I say that because it, it really is. like they, they don't show you him again mm-hmm. after that scene. That's it. He's up to you at this point. Um, right? Yeah, was that the last scene? I think that's that? the last scene. I, he, yeah, you might The right last that. scene is he leaves from the courtroom. That's the last time we see him. And the... Um, Desmond's Desmond's, Desmond's, Desmond's soon-to-be wife. Yeah, his fiance. It like, tells him that he left. But it's funny. It's like there's this understanding that he has of his dad that you don't get as the viewer until that moment yes when he's like he's like yeah like I know like kind of brushes it off entirely yeah he like, says,
1: no I get it and then like that's it made, like, that's he... the last time we see her too oh, which yeah. is like a shame I was said it was like she, a weird yeah, she was good like, it was good she was good and it was like, it was just odd that we um we see them we see them all we see real footage of them at the end right. of the movie I thought it was a cool oh, such a, punctuation yeah, of yeah, the a movie sweet, sweet little treat they showed, at the end. <laughs> yeah we show they showed they showed Footage of uh, they showed footage of um Desmond. They showed footage of. I th- actually think his brother was one of them, wasn't he?
0: I'm not sure. I I, know I, I had a hard time was... following the names because the same, I'm the I'm Sam Worthington
1: character, Captain Glover, we see him again right. talking about him because he was another person who tried to help put these um, these these roadblocks in front of Desmond. He kept trying to get him. Him and Sarge kept trying to get him to leave. Mm-hmm. They like every way by the book and not by the book they could get him to leave they send him for a psyche vow and the psyche vow comes back and it's just a man possessed of his convictions he is the true conscious of conscientious objector he's not actually insane mm-hmm. they send him for psychiatric evaluation because they said he's literally insane he will not pick up the gun
0: right
1: speaking of sarge you're vince
0: vaughn vince vaughn um like uh, i was saying earlier like how he's like this comic this starts off as this comic relief character where he's like the he's like the that that comedy movie drill sergeant, yes, right? Yeah, he, he comes off, like, very... He's like, up the first face. five minutes,
1: like, he's playing to that stereotype, but you don't mind it because he's so good at it. Yeah, which, and... Like, they, not they, true to form for him.
0: They had a different take on it, though, I feel like, in a lot of these war movies.
1: He sticks with them. That's what you're talking about,
0: right? What? He sticks with them. He does stick times, with them.
1: Well, I would say a lot of times it's the... He... He crushes you. It's funny. It's, like, anti-humor, but then... He passes them along. And you yeah. See him like again. The, well, there's that, but I think you get that, I can see like, both sides of the story here.
0: Yeah, but what I think, and I guess this thinking about that in like front to back, like he probably like that that works because of this thing that I'm going to bring up. He in a lot of these like these movies where like the drill sergeant is this character that like you know he he breaks you down. That's that's like a realistic thing where mm-hmm. the, they they break you down to build you up. Like right, that's the concept. And he's like a total dick, and it's funny for the viewer. Yes, but. It's not funny for the character.
1: It's the Joker scene. I'm gonna make this pencil disappear.
0: Yeah, it's it's so funny for the viewer. But in this situation, I think, and I don't. This is this is one of my things for testament for why Andrew Garfield. I, I just believe. Like I loved his character. I loved the way that he played his character. Oh yeah, it was compelling. Um, the, he kind of snickers right yes. every time that he does. He makes one of these comments like like haha like this is so fun. Like this is really funny. It's, like this is know, so absurd. And it's great because
1: he does call him on it right. Like the way that he's he does. Sergeant Two, although. Back then, change, back then, he would have got decked in the face. Sure, but it doesn't. My uncle got decked yeah, in the face right. because of something but, like that. But, 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 yeah, and
0: I mean, again, this is just a movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, this, uh, but like the way that like, they do that, they like he's he snickers and but he never he never stops snickering. Every time there's like one of these little he. Th- the yeah, thing you wouldn't is, think he'd be able to retain humor. And the reason that, that is, but that goes to show you that you cannot break this man. Like yes. this is who he is, and it, he, it's talked about numerous times. And you you think there's times you're like oh... Oh, he's gonna break, but he's not. With the he's ex- like, yeah, with the hes so not. <laughs> with the exception
1: of his mother and his fiance, every single person looks down on him. Everyone thinks he's a coward. He thinks mm-hmm. he he can't cut it, and he's the one who's the strongest of them all. After right. all that is told,
0: oh, <laughs> so enjoyed that. Oh man, but yeah, like the, Just Vince Vaughn is just so. Yeah, like,
1: it was a good what, performance for him. Great, like
0: great range for that guy.
1: Completely out of the ordinary for his role. Um, and 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 as much as you know, he comes in as the uh, the like the hard nailed like you know like drill sergeant. He's like he's taking them to task and he's like busting their balls and everything mm-hmm. like that. He's not one note at all. Like yeah. you know, he comes in and once they once the kind of the actual trials of DOS begin, like you know, as they put them with ridiculous stuff, they make him do a twenty mile hike because the whole point is just well, fine, if we can't break you, we're gonna break your your squad mates and then they're gonna make you. Leave your right. compassion for them will cause you to leave to keep them stop suffering. The guys beat the shit out of him. The kind of the Full Metal Jacket thing where it's like in the middle of the night you beat the shit out of him because he's a fuck up. And it's like he even says, "This can't go on. It can't go on for them. It can't go mm-hmm. on for you, like son. Like do this for yourself. Yeah.
0: Like I, save, save yourself from this. So and now to like on that like he's so that that's just kind of like." At that point in the movie, like where he's, this is well, the scene that Al's referring to. Is they they've beaten him. They've beaten Andrew Garfield. They wake him in the middle he's, of night. To they beat they the shit just out of him. yeah they beat the crap out of him. He's on the floor. Um, Vince Vaughn's character comes in. Sarge comes in, and he's like he has everybody like tell everybody to chill, well at ease. Yeah, I don't know war terms. <laughs> <laughs> at ease. Um, and Andrew Garfield is like getting ready. He has where he is. He like walks in. He's got his shirt off. You see like his he's bruised up. His face is jacked up. His bed is covered in His blood. His bed is covered in blood and like the the scene is a little like it's very I, I'm not obviously the whole movie is scripted but the scene feels scripted to me. This is actually one of well I actually had a, a minor issue with this portion of 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 um actually of Vince Vaughn's character like it was just it was basically like reading off the script. Yes. Like you all you feel like this and it's like he's supposed. Son, to... Son, you'll never make it. Yeah, it, you it, cannot it, it seems a to little robotic. On. Yeah, Please, for sure.
1: Please, I will walk you to the door.
0: Right, and then, uh, but then it's so funny because he immediately redeems himself. And so there's the scene where they are all signing out for leave, and uh, he, they're signing out for leave, and he's they they deny him his they don't deny Andrew Garfield. It's for love. Why can't I say his name, Andrew Garfield? No, his actual his name in the movie. DOS, DOS, DOS. They, they. You're a programmer. How can you not say DOS? They denied DOS's leave, um, and because he didn't qualify for rifle training, and they do this thing where I don't know that like I I haven't really focused too much on Vince Vaughn's like actual like career like and really pay attention to his acting and I, I tend to do that when i'm in when it's oscar season mode and i'm like really i, mean, I would say he's movies. a more
1: he's a more accomplished actor but, than the typical comedic actor
0: there is a scene there where they pull the camera towards vince Vaughn's face where sarge's face mm-hmm. and like he is like when the colonel comes when in, denies in con- yeah him he line. denies it oh my god and he's just like he's so like he he although it was a little robotic the delivery of the scene prior where he where he's like, why don't you just like? Basically, saying like, just quit. But it's I think I think
1: he softened a bit though when he says like, you can't go on. Yeah, like it starts robotic. He does. And he finds his humanity in right. the scene. And
0: like, but is that whole? What I love about that scene though, at where he's being denied, is that there, Vince Vaughn has no words. No, there's no there's and he, you can see it's, even it's, he's getting turned uh, there. Yeah, despite
1: no one else, like mm-hmm. even like the captain's resistant to it. Like we yep. don't see a lot. I mean, we see the men's faces, but like we don't like. There's no more the, opinion the, there.
0: The men, it's more of like a, a like high school kids like observing the drama like yeah, they're yeah. they're kind of like they're, they're out, like bopping out, like side yeah, to yeah. side like looking like almost as if they're looking over each other like yeah, trying yeah. to see like oh what's going on but like Vince Vaughn looks like he looks broken in a way and it's just we it's, expected it, him to be the last one to come around yeah and he's the first one to come. it's unbelievable so I loved it yeah I loved it I no loved he's good, and you can see
1: he's done that in the last yeah. few years with his whole thing like taking on the role in true detective like sure he wants to break from the oh he's just that comedian guy right. like you know what I mean like and good for him, like you know. Mm-hmm. Although you, you shouldn't forget your roots or whatever, but sure. I mean, he's a he's a more talented actor than you expect out of right. just guys who just do pure comedy, like
0: yeah. It's that impressed me. I liked yeah. that scene a lot. I didn't expect uh, Sam Worthington's character to care as much at that scene. Yeah, like, though, and even that, he says that, it too. That, like, that I'm doing this make. for you. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I it seemed like you, they were going to cast him aside early on in the movie. Like that he wasn't going to get much play. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that he did, because he did a good job. I, I wish we saw more of him, not just in the movie, like, in recent years, we haven't seen a lot of him yeah. post-Avatar, and he was in The Man of the Legend, Terminator, and those were what they were. Yeah. Um, and I guess we'll see more of him whenever, in 2037, whenever the next Avatar comes yeah. out, the next four Avatars come out. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 uh, I liked his performance, too. I liked his character. It was interesting, you know, because he gets physically removed from Mm -hmm. the situation as he goes and reports back once their assault on Hacksaw Ridge gets thrown back. So while the rest of the men, including Sarge, who we lose for a long time, we think Sarge is dead. And the rest of the men start one by one to see the heroism of Desmond Doss. Right. And Captain Glover is he's physically removed because he has to go report to his superiors and he doesn't know what's going on until one of the other squad mates tells him and brings him in on it and says, all these men have been saved from our squad and we don't know how yeah. and finally someone says it was DOS and it's like, he can't believe it until he sees it with his own eyes when he goes back to Hacksaw Ridge and sees him yeah. lowering a guy down this cliff face while being shot at by Japanese soldiers. Oh my
0: god. Such a scene. I'm going to touch back on, on DOS's brother, Desmond's brother. How? Um,
1: Hal's Hal, Hal. name? It was... Um, yeah, I forget what... They called him Hal. He, he had a longer okay. name. I so, it was, so Hal's how's Harold right or in. something. We else. talked
0: about how... The, we touched on this a little bit. How he kind of disappears after a certain point in the movie. There's a... It, we find out that Hal enlists. We find out that... Um, Breaking Pop, his father further. We, yeah, we find out that Papa Doss... Goes d- off the is, goes Yeah, off the he's not in. He's not on board, obviously. Could not have been less on board. Could, yeah, exactly. He, he talks about the funeral arrangements. Right. And says, I hope oh. you get shot... Oh my god, that monologue, when he talks yes. about his friend getting shot in the back, oh. I'm looking I'm, look, I'm
1: looking <laughs> at the nominees now for the Oscars, because this is part of why we want to talk about this stuff, yeah. so Hacksaw Ridge was nominated for Best Picture, Andrew Garfield's for Leading Role, and I don't think any, no one from this movie was nominated in a, in a supporting right. role. You could have nominated Hugo Weaving, and I would have... Put all my bags in the, uh, eggs in that basket. Wow.
0: All those bags in that egg. All, bags all those that bags in <laughs> that basket. <eggs> could... <laughs> <put> all my <laughs> eggs in that basket. Because, yeah,
1: that scene, he talks about his best friend getting killed. <sighs> the,
0: the, the, Heartbreaking.
1: B- Wood, I think, is the battle mm-hmm. that they fought in. His, his three friends died in. I so, want you to get shot in the chest because my friend got shot in the back and he ruined his... Ugh. Oh my god. Ugh.
0: It was horrible. Just, You're like,
1: going to die, so I hope you die this way.
0: Right. Oh, Jesus. It was so bad. Um, so sad. Not bad. It was, it was beautiful. Okay, so we're, we're, it was actually, we're even now. Poetic. poetic. <laughs> um, so what I want to talk about about Hal is that we, we mentioned how he kind of disappears after this scene. So after this, you do not hear about Hal for the rest of the movie. Yeah, the
1: duration of the movie after, after he actually ships out is the Battle of Okinawa. Right. Specifically, the battle for Hacksaw Ridge.
0: Yeah, Hal, Hal is act one
1: act 1 never to be seen of again, Not again barely heard of again right
0: so and here's what here's my thing here we early on in the movie and it's it's a, it's an odd thing but he desmond like desmond Desmond. Desmond. <laughs> I'm gonna do this a lot. Doss is gonna uh, be easier for Doss. you. Just, just stick so with So Dos. All right. So Dawson and Hal. They. Uh, not
1: Dawson. It's not Dawson's great
0: D- Desmond and Hal. They. They. They're. they like you know. They rough each other up. They're always like. They're a little competitive. It's brother. It's great. They mm-hmm. have this, this really cool rapport at the beginning of the movie where they're you know they're scaling the Blue Ridge. Couple, Ridge yeah. Mountains. Scaling the Blue Ridge Mountain. They run to the top. They're like chase each other. Desmond wins. You know. Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly.
1: Even from the beginning, you see the. He's, he's lagging behind like the them end. as they're hiking. Wait up for me. Well, I no, Desmond's that. in front. I thought he was.
0: And the other guy kind of cheats him. His what brother. I thought it was him. the other way no, around. Right? No. I kind of forgot. Desmond's in front. The first, The anyway, ninety but, seconds. Uh, anyway, like they, they have this, they have this cool, like this brotherly love type thing, where like they're, they're like they're so close, right? And they're like he's this character like that really helps with the development of Desmond. And there's a scene where like they're they're always kind of like roughhousing and whatnot. and they're fighting each other and there's it's like Kind of the
1: crux of the movie. Right. And like
0: yeah. And like there's just like this whole thing about how like the the they kind of insinuate this like it's because like the father's violent, so the kids are violent. Like that's kind of how they to they, the point they, they, like they to it. further
1: to further drive home, Papa Doss is walking home from his daily yeah. stuff with the, the graves of his friends. He's drunk, he's hand covered in blood. Hand covered in blood because he smashes thread. the glass and he's bleeding and he says, That's all I have for you. And he's watching the two kids. He sits down on the porch and watches the two of them go at it.
0: Great, honestly, like, like it's funny. Like, I, I, I do like that scene though. He says, like, "Oh, it's a good scene, he's yeah. like, I will. He, what did he say? I, oh, whoever, I only have to whoop the one that wins. Yeah, I'm gonna and let him go, go, go because win. I only have to whoop the winner. Oh man! So they're fighting each other. There's the scene now. Desmond he picks up a brick, and he hits Hal on the head. And full on, I, full on. Oh, right to the dome. Damn, <laughs> like it was like I was like, oh shit, like this movie's getting serious. He just it was his, like watching, he just killed his brother. This is why. Now, this, this is he, why he won't kill. Yeah, you've seen the previews. You're like, oh, he killed his brother. Yeah, he's going to be him. a pacifist. <laughs> he doesn't. Thank God, Hal bro- survived. <laughs> survived. He didn't kill him. But it's funny because like when you later on in the movie, he finally gives Schmitty an idea of why he won't fight. Mm-hmm. And it's not that scene. No, it's the scene is something that he had that quick dream about. Quick dream,
1: yes. When he was where in prison, you're not sure whether it happened. Right? whether he was worried it would yeah, happen. Yeah, like is it like
0: this strange like uh, like pseudo reality where he's like is he's real life? home fantasy? right now, and this is what's going on because his dad's still a dick, but he's actually not at this point. He's actually been quite reserved, and, and he's we, a little we older. We find now too. out. We find out it's because of this scene where he stopped
1: him, which is weird because it totally would have gotten behind it. It wouldn't have been too like cliche for oh he almost killed his brother because right. there's the whole scene like they really what, drive me staring at the there's a picture of the Beatitudes of the Ten Commandments yeah. very religious family and he's so focused on thou shall not kill over a picture of someone being killed.
0: Right. right. Well it's also it's the Cain and Abel scene.
1: was it can yeah, yeah okay. it was.
0: So um the the thing though that what I loved about this and this is part of the reason why the the character is he's not for the rest of the movie, the brother. The brother is is for a little insight, which is a little disappointing.
1: He's it, it, a plot device.
0: Yeah, it was it was a little insight though into Desmond for the viewer, and that's it. And maybe and you know his close family, sure. But like,
1: So we do see him later when he
0: asks we've, the so, girl
1: out on a date. Right. So,
0: so so here's the thing. This is what I'm what I'm getting at is the point where he explains to Schmitty why, like, basically explains to him why he won't fight, and he gives you he basically retells the story of like his father was, you know, he's hit, his hitting wife. the booze. Hitting his wife and pulls out a gun. Des- yeah, pulls out a gun. Desmond comes in, stops him, holds the gun to him, cocks the hammer. Cocks the hammer. Oh, whew. intense, intense. And then
1: Papadopoulos says, "Pull the trigger." Right,
0: and like you, so like in that moment, like you get this whole, you get this whole scene like of this, what's like this poor, this broken man, right? But that, his, and Desmond at, the,
1: at rock bottom.
0: Rock bottom. That's rock bottom. Right, and Desmond won't. He doesn't do it. And he realizes, like, oh, like he's like, he, like, he realizes what he's about to do and he stops himself. And it's the reason, I do feel the only reason that he stops himself at that point is because of the trauma of almost killing his brother at the beginning of the movie. Oh, sure. I mean, they're definitely connected, right? Right. But that's for you, that's for the viewer. Yeah. It's so cool. It's not not for anybody else in the movie, it's not for any of the characters, it's never retold to anybody else. Yes. It's just for you. It's like, it's like... It's not telling just, a little uh, bit more two, of the two, story. It's
1: for two people. It's for you, and it's for Schmidt. It's for... Sh- He's telling him the story.
0: But he doesn't tell him about his... Bro- I'm saying the brother piece. Oh, okay. Is, I it's just you mean, for yeah. you. Like, that's just... Like, you yeah. You understand how he gets there? Schmidt doesn't care about those details. He sees, oh, I almost killed my dad. It was like... But I stopped him. And like, well, killing's not He, off he the does, way. though,
1: because he says, oh, well, you had a father... I didn't man. know my father. I was left in the orphanage. I'm a tough guy. And, I mean, it sucks. So, especially yes. back then. I'm imagining orphanages were way worse than they are now. Mm. Not that they're great now. But, yeah, it's the whole thing. And then the line he says, too. I didn't kill him, but in my heart I did. Right. Oh. That was deep. Oh. And, you know, if you want the whole thing for like him being nominated for Best Picture. Or, not Best Picture. For Best, Best, for Best Actor. That that line. That, that scene, scene. Like, yeah. I, I, oh, I can man. get behind it for that scene.
0: 100%. I would... Oh. I wholeheartedly agree with that, um, and yeah. So he, so to to move the Oscar conversation forward that we started like 40 minutes ago, uh, Andrew Garfield is up for Best Actor. I was just going to ask if you want
1: to move on to. Different... Yeah, we we, we can, we can move because I on. have a lot to say about our next
0: topic. Sure. Um, so Andrew Garfield up for Best Picture. Uh, I totally get it.
1: I get it. Um, I I wouldn't. It wouldn't be who I would pick necessarily. Sure. I didn't think it was. I, it was fine. He was good. I just don't know that I would necessarily give him it for that right i wouldn't be offended if he gets it though right i yeah it's not not a thing it's not a
0: thing that i would be upset about honestly though like it's not i won't that seems a little bit too like passive like i it's not that i wouldn't be upset i'd be happy for him if he got it i think he deserves it i I I do think he deserves it yeah
1: no i mean he did he did he checked the boxes i just didn't resonate with me wholly from start to finish the way I would want sure. my best picture or my best actor, and
0: it's career. before this all had started. I was like listening, like I would see the trailers and I would listen to Andrew Garfield's um, the the accent that he uses, like the accent that he puts on for this role, whole Virginia and accent, whatever, it seems yeah. a little bit forced in the trailers, but. I was like, oh it's like what worried about what worried me about the trailers and his accent in the trailer is that I thought it was gonna break at random parts in the movie. Yeah, you see doesn't.
1: you see a high stress situations a lot of times you see the the accent break.
0: I don't think it does.
1: Though. No no well no, I mean not for him. I mean, oh for in a general, actor. yeah. yeah. Like just the generic. Right. And, no, I thought he did I he did that, an adequate job with that. I not.
0: think that speaks volumes though, to the actor, because he like he took on the character and this is who he is. We always talk
1: about it though with with British actors they did the American accent you know, cause he I think it's a little easier. to play into a to like a you play into a stereotype like that because it's the whole thing. Same thing with like like a Walking Dead like Andrew Lincoln like right. doing the overly aggressive. We have to find Carl. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> <laughs> you do the like overly aggressive like deep South accent. And it's like mm-hmm. it's easy to quote unquote easy to stick there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: But uh, overall, Hexel Ridge, I get it. Oh yeah, definitely good. worth it. And def- this is the this is thing. Watching.
1: And if that one won Best Picture, Best Director, like, totally. Like, I get it. The, I, would, I would be much more supportive of, not that I'm not supportive of Garfield himself, but sure. I would be way supportive of those so, two. Like, it was really, really good. And this
0: is something that I want to touch on, though. Like, the, um, I, I do have a, I've, I've had issues with Best Pictures, Best Picture nominees in the past. Who hasn't? I, right. And, uh, I, we're not going to get into that. We're past it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they'll come up at some point, but... <laughs> crap um so yeah uh so the again um i just think that it's deserving i i agree yes it's what i'm saying yeah and no this is one of the ones that
1: like they got it right i'm glad yeah they're doing it i'm glad it's there like
0: this is the opinion of alessandro and anthony costanza there's no <laughs>
1: so let it be done yeah So let it be done.
0: <laughs> um right so axel ridge up for best picture all for it uh i appreciate it i appreciate what that movie like the way that movie was shot everything about it i I really i really did enjoy it despite
1: the brutality the brutality was
0: rough and that will be a topic on another show it is something that i have written down that i would like to tackle at some point Mm -hmm. and how war movies the my perception of war movies has has changed over the years and that is
1: well war movies themselves have changed over the years
0: True. Starting with Saving Private Ryan, it's not just it's not just the way the movies are shot. We'll get we will get into it at another time. It's not just the way the movies are shot, but it's the way that I feel towards. Them. Sorry,
1: you guys aren't going to listen to a five hour podcast, so we're going to we're going right. to save that for later. Save
0: it for later. <laughs> um, and again, back to Andrew Garfield, deserving nominee.
1: Yeah, I agree. Deserving. I
0: agree with that. Um,